a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah... Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot and Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. We're trying to get you through the Friday night edition of the show. Welcome to it. Glad to have you with us. And, uh, Diane, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Yeah? I mean, you know, it's very hard living with the terrorist. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> Diane's that new is- uh, little kitten terrorist. Yes. She's so cute, you can't get mad at her for anything she does. Oh, that's but- what you say to the public. But I've, I've been on Skype with you when you get mad at her. Oh, my God, there's some things. I mean, she's so tiny, and everything is new to her. But somehow, when she tries to hang off your earlobe like an earring, yeah. it does kind of, you know, get you yeah. a wee bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. Life life with that, fur babies, I, I, right? Oh, I'll tell you what, I had a... I had a lot of windshield time today. Oh, fun. I, uh, we have a thing up here in north-central Nebraska this time of the year, uh, always the last weekend of April, uh, called Bargain Byway. And it's uh, garage sales, but it's spread out over about a 200-mile loop. And... Uh, I didn't get nearly as far today as I was hoping to because I got a late start uh, this morning. But I did get out. I did find a couple of things. I bought part of a piano. Part of a piano? How does one buy part of a piano? Well, somebody had this, this sale going on. I start looking around, and in the back corner, they had... Um, it looks like the part that kind of folds up, like, you know, covers the keyboard and then folds up. Sure. Uh, like on an old, old, old upright piano. And mm-hmm. um, still had the big long piano hinge attached to it. Um, and, you know, good solid wood and everything. And I got that for 10 bucks. Um, and, and you need that? Why? Well, it's going to become a shelf. I'll probably flip it and sell it. Oh, okay. You know, it's one of those things. Then, at the same place, I bought uh, a a barrel, uh, an old uh, wine barrel, uh, and and it's old. I mean, it's old, old. But all the it's all the the staves, you know, the kind of curved staves, and they were all in a big tub. And, uh, you know, the, the whole thing's in, in pieces. And, okay. um, you know, so I bought a barrel, some assembly required. <laughs> okay. You know, and it's rough. I mean, the, the oak, uh, it's an old oak wine barrel. And the oak's kind of in, in rough shape because it's been disassembled, and I guess in a storage unit or something for eons. <laughs> You're going to use it for what? Well, again, I'm going to turn it into different things. Um, 
you know, I've got some ideas. I think maybe I'm going to make a hanging pot rack uh, out of some of the pieces and uh, uh, maybe a, a couple of, of uh, coat racks that attach to the wall out of a couple of pieces because I've got a bunch of old antique coat hooks that would actually fit on some of the wider staves. Oh, you know? okay, cool. You know, so, I mean, it's, you know, stuff like that that I can that I can repurpose and use for something else. Okay. And I'm okay. going to spend all day tomorrow out doing this stuff. I'm, I'm hitting a whole bunch more sales tomorrow. So more windshield time. Okay. Well, that's always fun. Get yeah, out yeah. of the office, get out yeah. of the house and just, you know, travel around. Yeah. And, and I enjoy it. It's fun for me. So, you know, yeah. and you, and you never know what you're going to come across. You just never have any idea. That's true. That's you know, a uh, couple of years ago, I stopped at one of those sales. It was way off the beaten path, and you had to follow the signs. You had to drive through uh, a little, uh, you know, tiny little dirt path uh, to get back to this house. And I swear to God, that house was haunted. Hmm. I mean, it, it looked like something out of a Stephen King novel. Okay, cool. You know, and I didn't, I didn't wind up getting anything there, but I and the the people that were there, you know, whose house it was, it was kind of like the Adams family. Ah, okay. Oh, it was, it was. I mean, it's like, mm, you know, I wonder how many people are buried in the backyard. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Um, but no, anyway. I enjoy it. It's fun. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, Diane. Let's start with the Democrats over on the Senate side of things who appear ready to kill Biden's solar deal with China. First of all, every and any deal we currently have with China should be killed. I agree. I don't think, I don't think Chinese um, exports should be, in, be allowed in here anymore. I don't think we should be sending anything to them. I know that's harsh, but until this Taiwan issue is resolved, they should be person non grata for us as well. Well, and when you look at the whole green energy nonsense that Biden and the regime are pushing, 90% of that stuff comes from China. You can't make solar panels without China. You can't make wind turbines without China. Um, you can't make batteries for green vehicles without China. We should, we should not be yes. doing any of that. We shouldn't be doing it at all. China really, really needs to be put in its place. Uh, they are getting very dangerous probably even more so than Russia at this point because Putin bloviates a lot, but hopefully that's all it is. But China is very focused on what they want. They want Taiwan, and they'll do anything to get it, and they don't care. Well, and you look at the geographic positioning of everything over there. China obviously controls the South China Sea, and that's a major shipping port or shipping lane, I should exactly. say. Exactly. And what China forgets, when Mao took over during the Communist Revolution, Taiwan was never a part of China. It was always independent, you know, use your air quotes as far as independent, yeah. but it was never, ever part of China. They have no claim to Taiwan. And yet they're claiming ancient ties and this and that. And China is very focused on what they want. Taiwan will also be a diversion from COVID. Um, I think they're going to try to take it. Well, I think so, too. And, you know, if you look at the, the current situation, they're going to want to make their move while Biden is still able to fog a mirror, and he's just barely able to fog a mirror. Yeah. You know, uh, he's getting worse and worse by the day, but what people have to realize is Biden probably will not last th 
through a second term in office, right. which would leave Kamala Harris president. Ugh. Is that what we really want? A bumbling fool who's Ugh. not dementia, but just a real bumbling fool? Is that what this country wants? Well, if you take dementia... We've got serious issues here, folks, that we better think long and hard about 2024. If you take dementia out of the equation, that's what we got now, is a bumbling fool. (laughs) You know, I mean... um, But yeah, you know, I see your point. Now, you know, we're talking about the green energy thing and Biden and the Biden regime. Did you see what his secretary of energy came out and said to a congressional committee a couple of days ago? Well, let's put it this way. For what she said, she should be out of a job post haste because she wants our heavy military equipment, tanks, etc., including aircraft to be electric, to be green. You can't have that. You know, I may have missed something, um, you know, because my attention has been on other things lately. Are there uh, those electric charging stations scattered about in in war zones on uh, battlefields? (laughs) Have I missed that? You did miss it, just like you missed the um, outlets in in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you know... Airplanes, uh, you know, fighter jets, bombers, you know, I'm not sure how you make those green, uh, you know, I uh, unless, well, well, unless you're using balloons like China does. Um, but, you know, other countries would shoot those down immediately. They wouldn't just allow them to float over their entire country. You know, if, if you're... allow that, yeah. If, if you're... Uh, you know, part of a tank battalion and you're in the middle of a hot war and your tank runs out of juice and they will, what do you do? I mean, even if there were charging stations, you'd have to sit there stationary with your brass hanging out for hours waiting for your damn tank to recharge. You know the five-ton trucks the Army uses? Yeah. If you put a battery... Yeah, yeah, the big transport trucks. If if you put a battery in those and made those green, the battery alone weighs four tons. Now you got a nine-ton truck. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're driving on concrete, you're not going to get very far with that. And also think how long it would take to recharge a nine-ton truck. I mean, I... Tank, uh, truck, yeah. Now, this idiot woman says we should do this by 2030. That's only seven years from now. I guess she's thinking there'll be no more wars, no more anything. Our trucks have, you know, can just leisurely stroll about with our tanks and things. I mean, this woman is clueless. This is Pete Buttigieg mentality in a dress. Yeah, I mean... You know, you just, it's mind-boggling. You look at all the mechanized stuff our military has, and I don't care if it's ships or planes uh, or or trucks or tanks, uh, you know, rocket launchers. I, you know, I, I don't care. I don't care what it is. You can't make it green and fight a war. Now, if all the other countries that would be potentially going to war against us would all go green, then we'd all be in the same boat. But none of them are going to do that. They're not that stupid. Well, look, we have somebody that is mentally and physically ill sitting in the White House being controlled by the man who was determined to have his fundamental change of America. And what do you expect? Yeah, just abject stupidity. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what else to call it. But, I mean, this this is insane. You know, at least there are a few members of the Democrats in the Senate that are looking at this deal for solar panels with China and going, uh, no. Right. <laughs> there are, a few, yeah, there are a few. Remember, not all the Democrats are left as we have... You know, a handful of Kennedy Democrats, um, middle-of-the-road Democrats, they do exist. 
Yeah, but they're getting so few and far between, you can't hardly find them. Well, you know what it is? It's the same thing with the um, black vote. You have a very vocal, bad minority, minority like the BLM sorts, and their voices are louder than the rest of the black population. The same thing happens with the government. You have a very vocal minority who can scream louder, gets all the media attention, but people do forget that not all Democrats are so far to the left that they shake hands with the far right. Well, that's that's true. But when, when you look at solar panels, when you look at uh, wind turbines, good Lord, when you look at cell phone towers, right? you know, and, and all the electronics that are built into those things, 90% of that, at a minimum, comes out of China. We should not be funding China's uh, desire to advance on Taiwan. And that's all we're doing. When we buy that crap from China, we're, we're giving them money and, and a, a free hall pass to go do whatever they want. Yeah, well, I have a little peeve, a pet peeve with the cell towers. With all the technology we have today, why do they have to be so high? Yeah, well... Down there in Florida, I don't know because your biggest hill is three feet tall. Um, you know, <laughs> they're pretty high. You know, and and uh, you know, around here, you know, the cell towers are roughly eighty to one hundred and twenty feet. You know, there are a few that are taller. You yeah, know, that's but what, that's what they are all over the country. You Why know, with our technology do they have to be that high? You well, think. By now, they could be, you know, just a normal tower height, if even that. Well, a lot of times there's other equipment on a cell tower. It's not just the cell phone stuff. There's other, you know, equipment. You got to get it up high enough because a lot of that stuff works uh, like FM radio. It's line of sight, you know, and so uh, anything, you know, potentially blocking it. You get dead spots and and things like that, but you know, um, the the simple fact of the matter is China's going to put stuff on there that's going to be able to spy on everything we do in the U.S. That therefore that, we should not be I'm buying right. the stuff from China. That's what I'm thinking. Everything that China is putting out, everything that they're doing, revolves around spying. Yeah. It really does at this point. Well, if it wasn't for the Chinese spy balloon uh, a couple of days ago, we probably wouldn't know. No, I'm talking a couple of days ago. If it wasn't for that, uh, you know, a a whole new Chinese spy balloon that we've not been told about, we probably wouldn't know that Joe Biden was using a cheat sheet at a press conference. Well, we kind of do know about that. (laughs) You know, we got pictures. Um, you know, pictures with reporters, uh, you know, a card in Biden's hand with a reporter's picture on it, the reporter's name on it, and the question the reporter is going to ask and where that reporter uh, is from. And so Biden is colluding, the White House is colluding with the mainstream media. They're getting the questions in advance because Joe can't answer a question off the cuff. He simply can't do it. No. Joe is physically ill and mentally ill. And I've said this before countless times. His wife is committing um, elderly abuse. abuse. Elderly abuse by allowing this farce to go on. They know he's not all there. But then again, when you got 44 pulling the strings... You know, you kind of do what you're told to do, or so they, you know, think they have to do. But he, with the cheat sheets and everything else, there's a reason the Democrats have already announced there's not going to be any primary debates, which makes it very unfair for the others running against him. And I don't think that should be allowed. I think he should be forced to do it. Well, I, you know, you can't you can't force him. 
but if I if I was, and you know, I, I'm not by any means in RFK Junior's, you know, corner uh, mm-hmm. on on any of this. But if I were RFK Junior, I'd set up a debate and just have himself and a podium with nobody behind it. And, and yeah, well, take, there is somebody else questions. running already. There is a, a a woman candidate, I believe. Yeah, but I mean, I I do that, and I do it myself. And if the DNC doesn't want to be involved, screw them. Yeah, the DNC yeah. is not the end all and be all. I mean, it's owed to the voters to right. see the debates, to make choices. But you know what? On the other hand, Trump is pulling the same thing. Yeah, Trump says he's not going to attend debates. Now, the others in the GOP will attend debates. Right. Trump says, no, not going to do it. Now, he may change his mind, uh, you know, by, by the time it comes time to debate. But, you know, that's yet to be seen. But with this, this you know, cheat card, and let's call it what it really is. It's a flash card. Okay. And we it's all know. It's a crib note. Well, it's it's like a flashcard, and we all know who uses flashcards. Four and five year olds. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 how they learn things. So, you know, he's got his his little flashcards. Here's the, here's the really bizarre part of it. Corinne Jean Pierre from the White House podium was getting grilled yesterday uh, about the you know the the little flashcard thing, right. Right. and she said, "Hey, it's perfectly normal." The hell it is. Really? Really? Craig, you and I have spoken at many different events over the years, different political things. Never once, I know I have never once taken a paper, a crib note, or anything. No. No. To speak in public. Yeah, and, and you look at, you know, past presidents, show me one that had to have a cheat sheet. No. Just to, just I, to I do mean, a press conference. You need some notes. Well, yeah, but I mean, just to do a press conference to know who to call on, and so you right. know what the question is ahead of time. That's crap. You know, yeah. Trump. Trump used to go out there and do these extremely long pressers, right? Right. Never had notes. He'd call on on everybody. He'd take all the questions. He never knew what they were going to ask him ahead of time. Show me one other president of these United States that has had to have the questions ahead of time. Right. None. There's none. I mean, I remember Reagan, when he would give a speech, it was just, it just came from him. He didn't need anything. He knew enough about the topic that he was speaking on. Biden hasn't got a clue. No, he he is. You know, how clueless is Biden? Okay, uh, a couple of days ago, he's out on the White House lawn. Uh, it, it was, <laughs> and this, this seems like a joke, but it's not. It was take your child to work day. Right. And, and we know that Hunter's living in the White House now. So, you know, take take that for what it is. But, you know, the White House staff, they had kids there. So he's out there talking to the kids. One of the kids asked Joe Biden what his favorite part of his last foreign trip was. Biden could not remember that less than two weeks ago, he was in Ireland looking at castles. Another kid in the crowd had to tell him you went to Ireland. Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I was in Ireland. He should not... <sighs> He should not be allowed to run. He is not mentally competent to run. And the fact that the Democrats refuse to see that, the fact that his wife is pushing him to do this, this is just wrong on so many grounds. And anyone who votes for him is encouraging this. He cannot be the nominee. No, I mean, this this is nuts. Absolutely not. I'd rather see JFK Jr. as the nominee. You know, I was watching some video clips <coughs> from Biden's time in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And he's standing there with the uh, the Irish, I don't know if he's a prime minister or president, um, but he's standing there with that guy and that guy's wife. 
and some other people out out on the on the lawn and some and and the the Irish president's dog was there right mm-hmm. well somebody threw a ball and the dog took off after it so did joe <laughs> now i'm not making this up and you folks you can go to google and you can find the clip the only reason joe stops is because the dog's going after it faster and joe knows i i can't get to it before the dog does but when the ball flew by joe took a step and a half almost two steps in the direction of the ball and you could see his head watching the ball go by i mean like holy a little crap. kid would do like a little yeah. kid would do like mm-hmm. a dog would do you know i mean somebody threw the ball for the dog and joe wanted to go fetch it come on well, I won't go that far. I'd say he probably had a little child moment, and it was like kids were throwing the ball. I don't think he's as far gone to, as to think he's a dog. I, I'm telling you, Diane, when that ball went, you know how if you throw a ball, a dog will, you know, its head will whip around, and then it'll take off? Yeah. Well, it's exactly what he did. But kids do that, too. So uh, I'm not going to say he's so far gone that he thinks he's a dog. I mean, you know, the man what? has a the man has a medical condition. I'm not going to make fun of someone with a medical condition, but that medical condition should take him out of the race. He is not medically fit to be president or to run again. I, I'm. I'm not saying he thinks he's a dog. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying he was instantly distracted by a moving ball. Well, that's I mean, part of dementia. I mean, holy crap. And this is the leader of the free world? Really? Nobody considers him the leader. Except, you know, uh, whoever Obama tells them, do this with Joe, do this for Joe, you know, support Joe in this. Those are the only ones. I think, you know, and the polls are proving it, the vast majority of Democrats don't even want him to run again. And, and can you blame them? I, I mean, they, they can see this. They know mm-hmm. this isn't right. They know the president having know. a cheat sheet with a reporter's picture and name on it and the question on it. They know that's not normal. And, and, and yet... There stands Corinne Jean-Pierre trying to tell the world, oh, no, this is normal. This is no big deal. Holy crap. This is coming, you know, uh, these words that you were just saying are coming from a woman that I don't think has ever had a comb or brush in her hair. Well, it, 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 you know, that's, you know, look, hairstyle, that's, you know, really beside the point. This comes from a woman who can't do a press conference without a binder full of notes. She has to read every answer. You know, it's normal to her because she has cheat sheets. Yeah, but here's something interesting that nobody's thought about. Okay, we all know Biden needs cheat sheets and all of that. But here you have the one that's in charge of being the public relations, the spokesperson. That means that she also knew everything beforehand. Absolutely. Or she didn't have notes. There's something very, very wrong there. Yeah. I mean, I can understand having notes on topics. Right. But... You know, I mean, let's again, let's go back to the Trump, you know, the four years of Trump. How many times did either Kaylee McEnany or Sarah Huckabee Sanders have to read an answer that she was asked by the press? Not one time. Not, not once. Not once. And, you know, in a couple of seconds we have left in this segment, Biden doesn't just need cheat sheets. I think, honestly... He needs rubber sheets. (laughs) No, he needs to be in a place that can take care of people who have dementia. I don't make fun of somebody with that. I've seen what this can do to people. I understand. And it's not their fault. They have no control over this. But 
his family should have enough sense and care enough about him to say, Joe, it's over. I, and they I, don't. Normally, I would, I would 100% agree with you. Normally, I would not make fun of people in this condition. But the fact that his family has him out there doing this stuff, I'm not going to pull punches. I'm not. You know, I don't I mean, pull punches. I don't pull punches. I say what I think about him, but I will never make fun of someone who obviously has a disease. Yeah, well, I'm better than you in that regard because I will. <laughs> no, you're not better. You're actually, you know, uh, leave it blind, folks. I'm, you I'm, fill in the blank. <laughs> I, I am who I am, and I'm sorry if you're going to put the guy out there in public in that condition and try and pretend that nothing's wrong, I'm going to make fun of it. Okay? I won't make I mean, fun of him. I'll bring all the attention to that fact. There's something wrong with this man. There's something medically wrong. There's something physically wrong just in his persona. He should not be running for president of the United States. His family is guilty of elderly abuse and there should be some action taken on that end. But nobody has the guts to do it. He should not be allowed out of the basement without a helmet and training wheels. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It is funny. It We've, is funny, but I, I just can't do that kind of I, stuff. Well, I can, so thank God one of us is sane. Um <laughs> If we made it to the bottom of the hour, that means we got to take a break, get a couple of station IDs in. We still got more stuff to talk about, and we've got one segment left to do it in. So, folks, you stay with us. There's more Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi, guys. Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's longtime Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sorry at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's Friday night edition of Right Side Patriots, go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning, click that podcast button, and have at it. Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll be we'll, there. We'll have them all up there for you. Take your pick. Um, the GOP has introduced what looks like the strongest bill regarding the border in this country's history. How far, Diane, do you think that bill's going to get? It will probably pass the House because there are a number of of Democrats who are fed up with the border also. Um, But it won't pass the Senate, in my opinion. But after we talk about it, I'm going to give you my bill, and it's even better than this. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm my bill includes a moat, hand grenades, and a missile launcher, and a catapult for the ones that manage to sneak through. Okay, I have a different bill. I'll tell okay. you at the end. All right, all right, but yeah, the GOP has looked at the situation down there, and you know you can't have a working brain cell and not realize there's a horrible situation taking place at the border. We don't have a southern border. We just don't. No, we don't at all. But the Republican, um, they call it a package. It combines two bills, and one part of the bill restricts includes restrictions on asylum seekers from the Judiciary Committee and another is from the Homeland Committee that would require completing uh, President Trump's border wall. And Steve Scalise, the Republican from Louisiana, said that this package is one of the strongest border security packages that Congress has ever taken up. Well, it is. But maybe I'll give you my bill right now. All right. Okay. First of all, obviously, we finish the wall. Part two, we shut the border completely, totally, completely. No one is to cross. And part three, if any illegals are caught crossing, it's time to shoot. That's a better bill. I will I will back your bill on one condition. Mm-hmm. I want that catapult for those that get across. <laughs> I I really instead of instead of shooting, you know, seriously. No, no. I mean, though. look, you you can only shoot so many people. Somebody's bound to sneak across. No, okay. No, no. And when you catch them, you put them in the catapult and fling them back to Mexico. Okay, you can have your catapult, but. But here is logic now. Okay, here are tangibles. You shoot a few, even if it's a few hundred, that will stop it. Oh, I that think will so. Stop all of it. Well, and, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. I would no one add. Has to go. I, I'll tell you something. I would add to your bill in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm serious about the catapult, but I'm even more serious about this. We've okay. got, we've got to do something. To wipe out the cartel along the border. Oh, and, well, well, and if, if, yeah. if that if that takes going into Mexico to Force. get them, yeah, yep. I'm I'm all in favor of it because the Mexican government is no longer running their own country. It's the cartels that are running the country. Exactly. It's the cartels that are involved in the drug smuggling and human trafficking. Exactly, and also you know that works as well on our side of the border. Everybody knows that the cartels are sending in fentanyl. It's laced with common street drugs now. If you are stupid enough to take common street drugs now, knowing what's in them, and we've known for years what's in them, I don't have any sympathy for you if you end up six feet under. I I don't either. My, My last article, I think I made that pretty clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if and folks, if you go to thenationalpatriot.com, you can read it. It's right at the top of the homepage. Um, you know, I, I agree. I don't have any, I, I don't feel bad, you know, mm-hmm. for those people. I mean, they're making a choice. It's a bad choice. It's a deadly choice, but it's their choice. You know, <clears throat> you, you can, so- you can protect our nation. But it's pretty hard to protect people from themselves. Yes, it is. Well, here's another part of my bill. Okay, we can call it the Diane bill. Um, If illegals are caught having murdered Americans, and that includes the the, um, M13 guy that just killed an Uber driver and ate him, yeah, and also includes the ones that hit the grandmother and killed the grandmother and the nine-year-old granddaughter. Okay, no due process, immediate firing squad. That's it. Case closed. No trial. You don't need a trial. You're you know, guilty. If something like that were to be adopted, and let's face it, it's a uh, 
probably an impossibility. But mm-hmm. if if something like that were to be adopted, I agree with you. It would put a stop to it right quick. I think I'm going to uh, write an article. <laughs> Not obviously for next week. We're already set. But I think for the week after, I'm going to do an article on Diane's border bill. Ooh, I like it. You, mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good title for it. Yeah, Diane's border bill adopted, and it will all stop. I, I'll tell you the the coup de gras, mm-hmm. the, the catapult. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, you you get a good strong catapult, fling them back. How about the Rio Grande? Stock it with piranhas. Yeah, piranhas and gators and, you know, all sorts of nastiness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, enough is enough. You cannot have anyone crossing our border illegally. Zero. Zilch. And and this is to the point, what is it, over two million just in the past year have gotten through? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. This is crazy. And they are, you know, in Congress, well, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. And then Majorcus today, did you hear that idiot? Oh, that, I, you know, I get Our more tired. It's not open. It's secure. In what, in what galaxy is our border secure? Not in, not in reality, it's not. No. You know, Maybe I mean. some fractured fairy tale. I, I, I just don't understand it. Now. You know, people will say, well, you know, if you put crocodiles and alligators and piranha in the Rio Grande, they'll they'll go upstream, they'll go downstream, and then, you know, you can't have, you know, stuff like that just willy-nilly. So, get some of those big snapping turtles. Okay? How about just, just put the National Guard along the whole entire border? I'm, I'm just saying. dares to cross, you shoot. I'm just saying, illegal Jose starts wading across the Rio Grande, and one of those big snapping turtles gets a hold of his plums. He's going to stop dead in his tracks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know. That's true. I mean, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, look, I agree. This thing will probably, you know, go through the house. Um <laughs> You know, I I don't think it'll make it through the Senate, but it's going to be interesting from this standpoint. There are a lot of Democrats along the border that have had it. They've had it. Yes. Mayors, people in, in some of those border towns. But you need the senators to have it, not well, the mayors and whatever. You need senators to be on board. If those people along the border just rail nonstop on their senators... It's going to make it an interesting vote. And I think, listen, Joe Manchin, I think, has just about had it with the Democrats. Now, you and I have said this countless times over the years. That, mm-hmm. that we, you know, but right now, Joe Manchin is kind of on a bender to stop the Democrats at any cost because he's pissed. I mean, he's, and I'm yeah. not thinking he's going to change to Republican. But I, I th- maybe. yeah, but you know, I, I think you know he's, you know, he might might stand up uh, on this. Did you, by the way, did you see uh, one of the guys that's running against him, the governor? Yes, yes, okay. I did. did you see the governor's dog? No. Oh, they say that. People tend to look like their pets, and pets tend to look like their people. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, it, it, the the governor's name is Justice. Okay, Governor Justice. Right? right. His dog is named Baby Dog. Baby Dog is a big, stocky English bulldog. Oh, those are big chunks. Yes. Oh yeah, and and the governor, he's he's a stocky guy himself, and. I saw them. He was sitting there in his home with Baby Dog next to him in an interview, and they look alike. They do. Oh, they, yes. I swear to God, they look alike. Now, well, the, the governor was in a press conference the other day. He takes Baby Dog with him everywhere he goes. And 
he he literally picked up baby dog turned baby dog around showed baby dog's butt to the camera and told democrats to kiss baby dog's hiney oh my god that's funny i mean i i would i would vote for that guy just because of the dog (laughs) now now this guy he's a republican but he used to be a democrat and he recently switched parties and became a republican you could tell he's had it with the democrats he's He's had had it. it and you know what people shouldn't make fun of democrats who switch to republicans because one of our greatest presidents ever ronald reagan was a democrat who switched and became a republican because he was fed up with the Democrat Party. And and when, when the press asked him, and no, no note cards, no cheat sheets, when the press asked him, why did you leave the Democrat Party, his response was quick and, and to the point, he said, I didn't leave the party, the party left me. Well, that was Tulsi Gabbard's line. No, I mean, she got it from Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan exactly, said that. But I mean, if you're talking about modern day, you know, well, you brought up Reagan today. You she brought said up that and she quoted Reagan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up Reagan. So I was making the point about Reagan. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the, a lot of Democrats are starting to see this. They are. You'd have to be blind and stupid not to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But remember the masses, they'll buy into anything. That's that's the fear. Anyone with a working brain cell would not vote for Biden. I I fully agree with you. Finally, on tonight's show, we got to talk about this. Google and Microsoft are now saying AI will improve search engines. Now, I have a real problem with this, and, and it is this. Microsoft is the parent company of Windows, Right. Windows is so there's more bugs in Windows than there oh, yes. is in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. So do we want Microsoft in charge of artificial intelligence? We don't want anybody but scientists and real technicians in this field being in charge of this. No government, no entity like Microsoft or any of them should be in charge of this. This is real serious stuff, folks. However, I personally, and this is, I think it's probably one of the first things I actually disagree with Elon Musk on. He wants to put, you know, basically... A halt on this for the time being until we're really ready for it. The only problem is China is going gung-ho for AI. If we pull back on our research into AI, China will beat us to it. I I 100% agree with you, but I know where Elon is coming from. He you know, He's looking at this from the standpoint of if we rush this without having proper controls and guidelines for it, it's going to get away from us. And what, and, about, what about China? Do well, you think I know. they have proper controls and guidelines? Well, they did okay with COVID. What's your problem? <laughs> but that's what I mean. We have to be ahead of them. We've got to get those guidelines. We've got to get those controls. Forget the guidelines. we got to get the controls in like now, but we cannot slow this down or China will beat us to AI. And that's a very, very dangerous situation. I I agree. But when you look at the combination of Google and Microsoft, you know, and and here's here's a question, and I don't really, I, I don't even pretend to understand how this works, but how is AI going to improve search engines? I mean, is it going to make them faster for people who can't wait, uh, you know, a one-fiftieth of a second for something Probably. to pop up on their screen? Is it, is it going to start searching stuff that you haven't even thought you wanted to look at yet? I mean, how is AI going to improve search engines? I mean, I, you know, I, 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 hate to, I hate to go into it this way, but... You know, when I was a kid, 
I had to go to the damn library and look in a card catalog and then go find the book and then sit and read the book. You know, with right. search engines today, you type in what you want to search, and man, you you get thousands of possibilities. What's AI going to do to improve narrow, that? Uh, from what I understand about it, it's going to narrow it down more. But its use, it, it's if you can't wait a couple of seconds for something, you've got a problem. But the thing is, AI is in the future. It is coming. It will happen. But it's got to happen the right way. But we've got to continue with the research into it. We've got to put the the, the controls on it, not government controls, folks. Right, right. But we've got to put the controls on it or China will beat us to it. And that is a very, very serious situation. Okay, so now, now based on what you said, I've got another question. Mm-hmm. Okay, if AI narrows the search, mm-hmm. isn't AI only going to give us what it wants us to see, not necessarily what we're looking for? Well, then see, there's of part of the there's part of the problem. AI yeah. is going to be able to restrict what you are looking for by telling you, well, this is what you want to see. You right? Know, maybe it, it, it is, and maybe it's a not. Sensor of sorts. Yeah, I mean, you know. Right now, yeah, I get overloaded. You know, you you go do a Google search and you get a hundred thousand, uh, you know, possibilities to look at. Most people don't go much past the first page, you know. Right. But you and I do all sorts of research, so it's oh, nothing yeah. for us okay. to go ten, twenty, thirty pages. No, it isn't. You, you know, but if Google is going to narrow the search through AI then they're only going to present to you as a possibility what it wants you to know, not necessarily what you're looking for. That's true. Well, here's something very scary, folks, and you got to think about this a few, few uh, minutes. In the fiscal year 2024 budget, the Pentagon is calling for a $1.8 billion uh, budget based solely towards research and development of AI capabilities. However, however, the Republicans now are actually calling for a bill that would codify existing Pentagon policy that mandates a human be in the loop on nukes. In other words, they want AI banned from running nuclear missile systems. Now, the problem is here, a human be in the loop? Yeah, I mean, I can, I can loop, say... Folks, they, a I, human should be controlling this, ex- not exactly. in the loop. You know, the, 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 the person, the entity, we'll call it that, we'll call it the entity responsible for launching or not launching, has to be a human being. That's not in the loop. That's at the top of the chart. Exactly. And that's the kind of things where we do need the guidelines. We need certain rules put in place. The people who could, should be controlling AI are the ones, the scientists, the technicians, the computer experts, not anything to do with the government. And that's why we cannot stop. Because China, AI's program, is strictly run by the government. And that means, you know, there's no holds barred over there, folks. Because the, you know, the Chinese government controls everything. Everything. We cannot let them get ahead of us on AI. We can't. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, obviously there's bound to be problems, with AI, which is why you don't want AI making those high-level decisions like that. Exactly. And, and, you know, we've seen what happens when AI gets to make those high-level decisions. I saw it in 1968 in the movie 2001, A Space Odyssey, when HAL, the HAL 9000, would not open the space lock door. That was a movie. And, no, that I was real. That was it. That was real. But, I mean, you know, the, the, the thing of it is... When when you let AI make the final decision on something, 
you're you're literally asking for trouble. Yeah, well, U.S. Central Command has just hired an AI advisor. His name is Dr. Andrew Moore. Now, this is basically a sign, a signal, that the military is putting a larger focus, folks, on how to harness the benefits of the AI technology. It's not that we have to harness the benefits. It's we have to know what to do with the benefits and what not to do with the benefits. Right. There's very there's a red line that could easily be crossed with AI. And that's dangerous. And that's right. why we cannot fall behind the Chinese in this. Right, you're you're absolutely right. Let's let's look at a prime scenario, okay? Um AI in, in a military context, here's one way, just just one way that I can see AI being utilized properly by the U.S. military. If AI thinks that there's a better chance that the enemy will come from point A than from point B, or the enemy is getting potentially ready to launch something, AI should alert Central Command to that strong possibility. Sure. You know, but AI should not be allowed to respond automatically to that possibility. No, 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 no. That's that's very, very dangerous. You know, I mean, Uh, it's... You got to be careful of how you use it. You have to have humans at the top of that chain, so to speak. You cannot allow AI to overtake human command. And remember, right now, we are the ones that program what we have of AI. It needs to stay that way because once AI starts programming each other, you run into a whole different ball game of yeah. possible nasties. You know, and, and I, you know, I'm not a rocket scientist. I, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs of AI, but I know enough about artificial intelligence to approach it very, very cautiously, because basically, I don't trust my toaster. Ah, uh, well. Seriously, we have to approach it cautiously, intelligently, but we have to continue the research and the implementation of it. Right. Because China, right now, is ahead of us in it, and that's yep. dangerous. Go figure. Okay, Diane, so we got a couple of minutes left here. What do you have coming up for next Tuesday? Tucker Carlson. I stand with Tucker Carlson. But my article is a little bit more than just standing with Tucker Carlson. I have some out-of-the-box possibilities that he might be interested in. You and I were kind of kicking some of that around uh, yesterday and, and the day before. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I'm very interested to see what you come up with uh, for that because I, I, think the, I think, you know, the world is his oyster right now so yes it is you know uh, next tuesday i am revisiting because it's been so long since i wrote a commentary <laughs> about it i'm revisiting the whole bud light nonsense you mean the two weeks since it's been <laughs> yeah yeah so long i mean it's it's been right. an eternity you know yes. uh, two weeks ago i did a, a whole op or not op-ed but commentary uh, on the whole bud light dylan mulvaney Nonsense. Well, it's time to update it already, and I'm doing that on next Tuesday's show. Yeah. I mean, it just, this woke nonsense just gets worse and worse and worse. It, it does. It's, you know, I, I could probably, I could, I could do what you did with COVID, and I could write 30 or 40 articles on this woke nonsense and still not have it covered. Well, here's a scary thought. I have a feeling I'm going to have to, down the road, do one more COVID article at least and hit the magic 40. Yeah. This, is this folks, is what Diane's been saying for the last year and a half. I, I, I might have to do one more COVID article. And then she'll <laughs> do it, and then I might have to do one more COVID article. 
Well, you know what, Craig? People are, it's still affecting people, whether it's an epidemic, a pandemic, or whatever it is. It's still on people's minds, but for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. No one is still admitting, except some people, that this was a bioweapon in the guise of a virus, viral agent. Exactly what it was. Folks, if you missed any part of tonight's show, go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, and Bob's your uncle. They're all going to be there, including this show. But with that, Diane, we've run out of time. Yes, so with that, nighty-night, folks. Have yourselves a great weekend, folks. Do whatever makes you happy, and we'll see you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye.